0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC.
1: Hot Spring in Perry Counties.
0: Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds.
2: Uh, this, the team right now is not playing with the same personality uh, as our past teams the last four years.
3: And... Um, we got to get a lot better i think we play 3 games in the next 20 days and uh you know rotations
4: um Roles, all those things are, are, you know, <laughs> there's going to be some changes. Yeah,
0: yeah. With hey, John Neighbors. Every time
2: you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas.
0: And Joe Franklin. Who won't go in the shell, who won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037, the buzz.
2: my know good. my taste I can't wait
1: on your block and break it down We playing trust. AM to the PM PM to the AM funk Eat up your
2: per diem You just got to hate them funk If I quit your BM I still rock Mercedes funk If I quit this season I still be the greatest funk My left stroke just went viral Right stroke put a baby in the spiral Soprano see we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it you and I know Tell them be humble up, Sit up, down
4: Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, folks. So if you want to talk about anything in the sports world, let's talk about it. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Life fan feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, got a great and loaded show for you, just like every day. Pat Bradley is going to be joining us in the 2 o'clock hour. Always look forward to catching up with old PB, talk a little basketball and probably everything else with him. And in the 3 o'clock hour, we will be joined by Chris Phillips of the Spurs Up show out of South Carolina. Probably asking, okay, so what's that? Well, it's about the fact that Seems like there's some sort of connection with the transfer portal and players going to South Carolina from Arkansas. As In the news of Rocket Sanders announcing that today, which we'll talk about and dive into a little bit more. We'll have a Razorback basketball ticket giveaway for the Arkansas Lipscomb game happening this Saturday. So this one's going to be trivia-based. So you better be on your, uh, on your toes. And we're going to make it difficult because these are hot tickets, baby. These are ones that everybody wants to have and pretty hard to come by and they're really good seats as well. So... Uh, We'll have that giveaway. We'll have what's training in the world of sports and and get into that too and have uh, some uh, great uh, updates and some audio for you as it's portal season. It seems like it's injury season. It seems like it's crazy season uh, pretty much here. But uh, we get closer and closer uh, to the uh, holiday season and to the end of the year, which is a busy time for everybody else too. But I, I I don't know. I guess now it makes sense, Joe. This is really random. But the guys on the zone were talking about there was a bug in here. And it's a ladybug, and there's a, like there's like I just saw two ladybugs in here in the studio the start of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i was to say it's like I thought there was a, like spring in. Like, I, didn't, I don't know anything about ladybugs, but for some reason I thought that it was like they like warm weather, like spring and. Maybe that's why they came in here because it's warm in the studio or something. And they have know. to
3: live when it's cold outside, so that's what they're doing. They're living. Seen a lot of things in this studio, but I will say, ladybugs will be the first one.
4: Uh, first time I've ever seen that. Ah, oh, they've been in here before. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. So welcome to the show, ladybugs. Hopefully, you enjoy it. But uh, yeah, so a lot of things that uh, we'll dive into, and I know, uh, of course, uh, mentioning uh, some of the transfer portal updates too. That's a that's a wild deal. But I also have some uh, NBA news too, and. You know, speaking of the portal and everything, I, uh, I, I just started realizing, and I talked to somebody about this, Joey, when you have people making these graphics, or the players posting these graphics for when they're transferring or when they're staying, whatever it is, and I talked to a guy who does the graphics at On3, because apparently these players will go to On3 or other places, have the graphics made for them, and they'll make it look all nice and stuff and they get paid for it and not only that they get paid a lot of money for that it's a great business to be in wow and i was like man i wish i was good at graphic design that'd be a sweet thing to just make make a living at and just say hey just let me know if you uh you think about the breaking news that you could have too you know like you, you, I mean, you feel like maybe you're one of the first people to know if the player's going to be transferring out or if they're staying and whatnot but uh for those because i had somebody uh tweeted me yesterday Asking about all those graphics, I'm like, yeah, I, I, people make a living and they pay these people to make these graphics for them to make it look official, make it look legitimate, and make it look really good. I was pretty impressed by that. Yeah, great business. Yeah, very great business. But uh, yeah, and you know, we'll give some updates on that. And uh, Rocket Sanders, I guess, was the biggest one, which you know we knew he entered into the portal, just about a week ago, and less than a week ago, and wanted to see where he was going to end up and how he was going to. Uh, plan out of which team, and he officially decided to take his talents to South Carolina. Uh, We'll be heading over there to Columbia, South Carolina, and we'll see uh, how Shane Beamer ends up utilizing him and see how well he does, but I guess if you're a a Razorback fan, a lot of people wishing him nothing but the best of luck, won't be facing off against Rocket Sanders next year, unless both teams make it to the SEC Championship game, of course, (laughs) Uh, which I don't see that being very likely, but... You know, every player that ends up in the portal, they want to go to a situation that's good for them. And I guess uh, Rocket Sanders feels like South Carolina staying in the SEC is the best spot for him.
3: South Carolina is ponying up with the money to get certain players there. And, of course, the connection with Dow Loggins. And uh, that's how they're able to go get some of these players from Arkansas now. Offensive side of the ball, he's the offensive coordinator. He was there at Arkansas as the tight ends coach. And there's that connection. So if you're seeing players that are in the portal – and there's a familiarity with it, and there's a relationship. He can go to the head coach and say, hey, coach, I know this guy. I know about the talent, and let's give him a shot. Let's go get him. Let's talk to him and see if he'd be willing to come here. And they've made that connection a couple of times. Yeah, not only him, but we have Justin
4: Stepp and the wide receiver coach over there who used to be at Arkansas, which I was talking to Christian before the show. Uh, We had Justin Stepp on our show after he left Arkansas after the first year of Sam Pittman. A great recruiter and everything. I just was wondering, like, maybe he's good being a wide receiver coach. Maybe he's just waiting for the right opportunity because he's been a wide receiver coach now for eight straight years. So. He's at
3: home, though. Yeah, that, he is. That was the deal that when he left here from Arkansas to go to South Carolina, he was going home.
4: Yeah, and I can't blame him for it at all. I was just uh, thinking, when is that next step? Or does he want to take a next step? Maybe he's – Is they needed an offensive coordinator uh, before they hired Dow Loggins. Felt like maybe he should have tried to go into that role. Maybe he did, and they just felt differently. I don't know, but – He was always a really good coach and really good guy, and uh, being at home is big for him. But uh, sometimes I forget that he's over there, too. It's like, oh, yeah, he's still there, still still recruiting very well and still being a part of it. But, uh, yeah, Rocket's going to be heading over there, and uh, we'll see what some of these other players end up doing once they uh, announce their decisions, which I'm sure will be coming in time. And just so we can get out of the way, no, no KJ Jefferson updates. So we don't have to answer any of those questions uh, from the get-go. But well, we're getting lit up with uh, some phone calls here early, so let's go ahead and let's go to those and have uh, Sean, and who's in Cabot, leading us off. What's up, Sean?
2: What's up, brother? How y'all doing?
4: Doing good. Doing great, man.
2: I'm <laughs> excited about the season, man. My my question for y'all is, have y'all heard any update on Quincy McAdoo?
4: No, no, no updates on Quincy McAdoo. Uh, we know that he's still okay. on scholarship, and he's still mm-hmm. technically a part of it, but as far as his status of if he's going to try to play next year, if he's going to be able to play next year, or even in spring ball, we do not know, but I still think that that's probably something we'll have updates on as they start to finalize the roster because people are going to ask Coach Pittman about it, and uh, he's going to have to give an answer for it in some form or fashion.
2: Right, right. Okay. All right. Well, man, we're looking forward to that green quarterback, and we'll Suey. soon. All
4: right. Appreciate it, Sean. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, this, it's a sucky situation there for uh, for Quincy McAdoo because of that car accident that he was in. And, you know, it's one of those deals where uh, it wasn't just like a fender bender or anything like that. Anytime a statement has to be put out by the university about a car accident of a player, you know, it's pretty significant. And he has been trying to recover from it. And uh, from what I understand, is that he's on the road to recovery. But is the recovery process going to be good enough or fast enough for him to play football again? That's kind of what they're waiting and seeing. And, Want to make sure that he's 100% good before you uh, go out there because I'm sure after suffering a, a major hit and a wreck like that, going out there and having uh, big 300-pound dudes coming after you and trying to hit you that way too is probably not exactly great for the body. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see as uh, when that update happens, but I'm sure Sam Pittman will uh, have, have something to say about it. How about... It's been a minute. Stan's in Little Rock. What's up, Stan? Yes,
2: sir. My man, John. How you doing, my friend?
3: Doing good, Stan.
2: Uh, what's up, freaking Joe?
3: Stan, what's going on, man?
2: Hey, man, can I keep it real, freaking Joe?
3: Keep it real. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, keep it real about that defense. I Georgia know about Joe. Hey,
2: I eat yeah. my clothes. Yeah, they messed But, hey, you know what? They still supposed to be in there, man, two hundred... What, 30 games straight? Come on, man. But, anyway, hey, I'm over that. But I eat my clothes. It's all good. But, hey, hey, John... Yeah. Can I keep it real, Joe? Of I, course. I, I, I a joke. Can I keep it real, Joe?
1: Of
4: course, all the time, Stan.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, must, let me say the muscle. A muscle, punch. hey, man. Hey, Muscle, punch. I know you going to look at me funny. And, uh, hey, man, look here. Yo, Hey, hey, man, I know you look me funny. But, uh, hey, your team ain't going to never win on that championship. Because you ain't got that defense that can bring that 40 minutes ahead hell like Nolan Richardson. Y'all have a good eat
4: appreciate it Stan as always good to hear from you <laughs> so, uh it is that time of year and times never change sometimes with old Stan all right let's have, how about we go to Bill in Little Rock what's up Bill
2: hey how you doing doing good good enjoy the show uh Beamer is Beamer I heard he there was a rumor I thought that he might even he was in trouble there in South Carolina
3: as far
4: as uh, possibly getting fired or just, like, off the field stuff? Well, he's, yeah, he, like he's going to be
3: there. Not, he's he's going to be there next he's year, He's not for very sure. good. He's going to be there next year.
4: Yeah, he, he had a struggling year, similar to what kind of like Arkansas did. They had high expectations or at least higher expectations. Yeah, but he, fell but he
2: struggled. He struggled every year. <laughs>
4: well, yeah, it was, what, two years ago they had eight wins, and they and ended then, the season beating Tennessee and Clemson, I think, so that yeah. helped him out a lot. Yes
1: okay well thank you
3: all right no problem thanks for calling in bill
1: yeah i mean he no, he's, he's, he's great he's
3: but... so it's different for coaches and players like if you're a player and you have a year left or a couple of years left you know if a coach is in trouble and we're talking about a year that you have left that's no problem because you want to go help that team try to win and if you're only going to stay for a year that doesn't affect you that much if if you're going to play for two years or more then that could affect you a little bit you know if depending on what you try trying to do or if you're wanting to move on but most players when you transfer once it's not as if you're like all right i'm going here for a year and now i'm looking forward to the next place i'll be you have to let it play out and see what happens and then you make a decision from there
4: yeah because that's the thing with uh, these one year players out of the transfer portal he could go, like we're talking about since specifically Rocket Sanders, he could go to South Carolina and ball out and have a great year and maybe replicate what he did a couple years ago. And even if the team ended up going 4-8 and eight or something like that and they fired Shane Beamer, Rocket's in there, I had a good year. I did all right. I'm going to the next level. I'm going to the NFL. I'm good to go. And so it worked out for him. But, yeah, the the one-year deals or the, the, question, the coaches that are on hot seats or whatever it is, Uh, I don't think it plays as much of a factor for the one-year guys. Grad transfers, transfers that uh, are looking to just play one more season, they're just looking to be in a place that fits what they can do, what they want to do, and try to get them ready for that next level to have a big season. So maybe that will be what happens with Rocket Sanders, but he is uh, moving on to South Carolina. But we'll talk about that later in the show. want to continue to hear from you. Call or text in, 501-661-1037. It is a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. So, we're going to talk about a whole lot of things as well as get to your phone calls and text messages. So, stay with us here on the show coming up next.
1: Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, there were just two ranked teams in action, and both won. First up, Tennessee took care of business, beating Georgia Southern 74-56. to Then Duke beat Hofstra 89-68. to Duke big man Kyle Filipowski had a near triple-double with 28 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. Elsewhere, Arkansas Pine Bluff lost to South Florida 104-86. Tonight, Woodrock Rock will host UT San Antonio at the Jack Stevens Center. Tip for that game is set for 6.30. It can be streamed on ESPN+. Plus. Radio coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Arkansas State will hit the road to take on Louisville. Tip for that game is set for 7. Coverage is on the ACC Network. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
4: everyone. This is James from Jones Brothers Pool Tables. We're stocked up and ready to help you with any of your game room needs for the holidays. Come visit Arkansas's largest game room store. Jones Brothers Showroom has over 25 pool tables and eight shuffle boards on display. We also have air hockey, ping pong, foosball, darts, game room furniture, and all the supplies you'll ever need. Come visit us at 309 West Broadway in North Little Rock across from Dickie Stevens, or check us out on the web jonesbrospooltables.com. Family owned and proudly serving Arkansas since 1924. Jones Brothers Pool Tables, games people play. Back-to-back Elite Eights and last year the Sweet 16. How far will the team make it this season? Get the scoop on Mondays on Out of Bounds when senior point guard L. Ellis gives us his take on the basketball season. L. Ellis is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance for your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands?
0: <laughs> with a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia,
4: Missouri. For a free insurance review, see Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Hellman, Little Rock, or Bo Beavis and Cabot. So I have been in the operating room most of my career, watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed,
1: and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so
4: many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known
1: about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime.
3: Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we
4: change
1: people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation.
4: Call
0: QC Kinetics.
1: 501-222-8440. That's
0: 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440
1: rock brewski's new year's eve 2024 party is right around the corner you can skip the line to get in have your very own spot to party with personal security and have a waitress making sure your party is the best new year's eve ever jj wilson the dj is back again so you know it's going to be packed lock in your vip section for new year's eve today visit us online at brewski's hubandgrub.com that's new year's eve reserve your
0: spot and your party Pub and grub.com Brusky's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bull eligible? Well, I believe I'm gonna have me old cold beer. <laughs> And that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do you so need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some. You know what I mean. <laughs> Thank be wild, well. be On one zero three seven, the buzz. Beautiful girls tell me goodbye. Trucks break down, dogs run off. Politicians lie, been fired by the boss. It takes one hand, count the things I can count on. No, there ain't much man that ain't ever letting me down. It
4: is a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. And uh, we'll have a lot of things to get to in the next couple hours when we have some guests and some Razorback Ticket Giveaways, so don't want to miss out on that because I know those are uh, commodities at this point in time. Uh, We're talking a little bit about the transfer portal, and we had a question from our Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501 saying or asking, can a coach deny a transfer request or
3: at least deny them going to a conference foe? They can deny the transfer request to begin with, but as far as where they end up, no, they can't deny that no uh, I think that there has been rules in the past
4: that has been able to uh, c- c- keep you know not saying they're like oh I deny you to go to the school but uh, whether it's like transfers of credit you know the, the on the college and the education side of things or because you know that, that was always what was so weird is I remember like Connor Vanover when he first transferred from Cal to Arkansas and he had to sit out a year but then there were players like Reggie Cheney that transferred from Arkansas to Houston and was immediately eligible. So, like, people were like, well, how, what's the difference? Like, how does that work? Well, from my understanding, what I remember is that Arkansas and Houston is like, both of them were like, yeah, you know, that's fine. We'll let him go and, you know, no problems. But something with Cal coming to Arkansas that they, not Arkansas side of things, but Cal did, had something to where they made it to where it was, you know, they wouldn't allow him to be immediately eligible. There was some sort of thing that they found. But I think that's all gone away now. You can't do those types of stuff because of, how much freedom now has been given to these student-athletes, <laughs> thankfully. It uh, makes it a lot easier on them. But, in the yeah, when,
3: when players want to get into the portal, that's something that school has to sign off on in the beginning. So if they wanted to deny players from getting in the portal, they could. But if you have players that are wanting out of your program, why are you going to deny that?
4: Exactly. And also, you know, recruiting's everything. Imagine the type of reputation you would get as a coach in a program. If you were the type that was denying a player who didn't want to be there anymore from leaving, it's like keep holding them hostage a little bit and trying to, uh, you know, hurt in their minds their career and everything. You know, suddenly recruits will be like, "Well, man, what if I go there and, you know, it doesn't work out for me, or if I want to go somewhere else, or if I'm not playing, you know, what's going to keep them from doing that to me?" So it's also about the perception that you could get, and you don't want to have that type of program where "Don't go there" because once you're there. You ain't going anywhere else,
3: right? Negative recruiting. You want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, yes, that would be that would be a bad deal. And
4: also, just Chuck says, if Rocky went to South Carolina hoping for a better offensive line, he couldn't have picked the worst SEC school. There have had to have been better options. Well, they did have a really
3: poor offensive line, but they did. that's what the transfer portal is for—for for them to try to improve that way. And if they have some incoming players that they feel good about. From the high school ranks, they're always trying to get better. Oh, yeah. They're trying to do what they can to make it better.
4: But, uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't been following South Carolina's transfer portal in the offensive line, but we can talk about that with Chris Phillips in the 3 o'clock hour. But, you know, I'm sure that they've been trying to remedy that problem from this past year, just like Arkansas, similar boat. They had poor offensive line. They're trying to remedy that this season,
3: trying to make that better. And that was seen from the first game of the season where they played North Carolina, and North Carolina didn't have – and, and, of course, teams get better, but they weren't known for having the best pass rush, and they were just in South Carolina's backfield the entire game. And it, it was one of those games that was hanging in the balance where South Carolina could have had a chance, but they just couldn't get going offensively because North Carolina was living in the backfield. It's almost how staunch of a similarity there was between Arkansas
4: and South Carolina this year of... People feeling like, hey, you had some pretty high expectations. You had a big-time quarterback returning this past year. Felt like the offense was going to get to click in. Had a new offensive coordinator. All of these things. And both teams missed out on a bowl game. South Carolina went 5-7. Arkansas went 4-8. and eight. And offensive line was a major problem because of that. So, yeah, a lot of similarities there. And uh, how they how they all panned out. But, yeah, again, both coaches are going to be remaining at their respective schools at least for one more year. And both of them are going to try to get better and not have a type of season that they had uh, previously. And also from the 501, why can Keon Minifield not play this season for the basketball team? Uh, Well, my understanding is he – it's an academic thing. It has nothing to do with Washington being unfair or anything. My understanding was is that there was a class or two or however many – that instead of withdrawing from the class when he wasn't going to be attending or was going to be transferring out, he just let it ride and it gave him an, an F in the class, essentially. And so because of that fact, uh, he wasn't academically eligible. Like, he will be January 1st, but I don't think that they're going to play him suddenly. But for this semester, at least, he would have to repeat those classes and they couldn't do it because he had to do it at Washington and not at Arkansas. Like, there's just a lot, a lot of complications. So... It was something, it sounds like a big deal, but it was something just simple like that where uh, if he just uh, would have had the right paperwork and everything, it would have been fine. But that's why.
3: That's uh, unique in itself for him to redshirt because by him being eligible at the beginning of the next semester, you would think that that was something he would discuss with the team and the coach to say, hey, I'll be ready to go then. And if they say, well, ah, we're thinking about redshirting. Then you know some players would say, "All right, well, let me go to the next destination then and see if I if I can go there, get on a roster, and and be ready to play at the semester." Yeah, maybe it's the secret weapon
4: that they're just holding until January. Ah, he's not going to play this sure year; he's going to redshirt. And then boom, here he is, and he starts making the team so much better. Probably not, but uh, he'll be playing next year, maybe at Arkansas, <laughs> maybe somewhere else. You know how the must does with the processing in the off season, but uh, that's why though. If, to answer your question, uh, some other things going on. Oh, I'm not a fan of him, anyways. But man, Draymond Green's got to relax. That last night, He's never gonna relax. I know, but <laughs> you can't be throwing. You're, like I don't. I guess you can't call it a punch. It like just throwing like a forearm or however you want to do it. But good grief, man! Like you're between that and the chokehold and from early in the year and these ejections and stuff. Man, it's just like you. You got. It's one thing to get hot fired up, tempered, and and into people's bag and everything, but when you start doing stuff like he's been doing here recently, it's kind of like, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find some way to relax this. I don't know if it's from the NBA coming down and punishing him or something, but this is this has got to kind of stop for him.
3: Yeah, you can't. You have to control it. You can't flail. You can't. You know, throw your arms wildly. You can't kick wildly or whatever because. Somebody may be in that space where you're throwing and, and kicking and flailing. Yeah, like, and I get it. He's a emotional, passionate player.
4: He's a guy that's always gotten in people's heads, and you know, he's done some things where it's the kick in the groins and, uh, you know, a, a lot of things. Like, it's just NBA basketball players. They have a lot of those personalities all the time. But yeah, you just can't be doing the things that he's doing when and, you have the reputation
3: like too. Then yeah. that is easy for the people in charge to make those decisions on suspensions, fines. You know, if it happens with players that don't have that type of history, then it's something that, you know, they may look at it and warn them and say, look, this is unacceptable. But when you have the history, it makes it easy for them to say, All right, we're gonna give him a ten game suspension because, you know, he's he clearly hasn't learned from things that happened in the past. Well he said
4: after the game,
3: I am not one to apologize for things I
4: mean to do. But I do apologize to Yusuf because I did not intend to hit him. I sell my calls with my arm, so I was selling the call and I swung and I unfortunately hit him. So that was his response after the game to it. So I guess he did apologize. So there's that, at least. (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. I. I'm not in
3: someone's head. I don't know how it works, but you don't know. Like You feel him on your back. You don't know that
1: he's back there flying. Yeah.
3: yeah, Nurkic said, uh, he said, I don't know what's going on with him. I'm just happy I didn't get choked. <laughs> yeah, I did laugh about that. Well, between him and then also
4: uh, Jokic getting uh, ejected last night, too, for, I mean, which I didn't wasn't watching the game, but I saw the replay. It was, I don't know what was said and all that, but it was certainly seemed like it was pretty weak to eject him. and. He was almost confused by it of him getting the, the double technicals and said cuz he you know argued a call to an official but at least from the video I saw I was like man him arguing the way he did I've seen players do that pretty consistently and not even get anything done to him so
3: maybe it was something that was said and it got to the ref that that is be the only explanation for it mm-hmm. I, I loved his response after the game too cuz he said something to the extent of just glad that that game wasn't uh, wasn't in Serbia
4: or was isn't where uh you know where he's from and everything. I like, would have been probably would have handled it a little differently. I was like, oh man, it's like going to get the mafia after him or something. Get uh, get them after the officials. But yeah, two uh, two pretty epic ejections last night in the NBA. And uh, I'm am just wondering on the Draymond Green side of things. Yeah, what does the NBA do? Like, do they do they do him? Uh, because I heard Joe Klein talking on the zone. Says so like, I got to make an example of him. Say hey, here's a pretty substantial fine or substantial suspension or both, and then put out a message saying hey. This you know this is not going to be tolerated and do it that way. Maybe they do it, but uh, I'm just going to be curious to see what the punishment or the consequence at least would be of Draymond's actions. And maybe it sets a new precedent, and maybe it starts to kind of not just for him, but for everybody in the NBA. For not saying that it's been an ongoing problem, but those particular actions that won't be tolerated. Maybe there'll be some sort of example set.
3: Thinking it's going to be a minimum of 10 games suspension because. He's already been suspended for a couple of games this season already. And oh, yeah, right. he's been suspended right. in the past. So <laughs> if, if they are looking to set that example, you know, you don't want to go overboard, but you do want to be able to send a message. Yeah, because like you said, if it was a guy that has no
4: reputation of doing these things, you know, it's just a one moment thing, that's one deal. But yeah, well, you have the reputation and it's been ongoing for years now. And it seems like it's just gotten worse over time. Yeah, that's going to be part of it that ends up being a problem. Uh Sunstructure Solutions Tech line from the eight seven zero says, "Would have been fun to see and watch Lamb Beer or Mahorn go at it with Draymond Green in today's day and age."
3: Yeah, would have been. Hmm. Uh, but there, there was plenty of that going on then.
4: Yeah. So uh, we,
3: we saw plenty.
4: Yeah, because they, they were, they got after guys, and there were other guys that uh, went back after them too. But I mean, I always felt like I wasn't, you know really watching basketball during that stretch and during that time because I was not old enough. But I always felt like at least watching the specials and the documentaries on those teams, you know, and the, and the moment people watching it, they probably just thought one certain way surface level. But at the same time, those Pistons teams, especially during that time, that was all part of their grand plan. Like, they just loved getting in the heads and of players and getting physical with them and, you know, trying to take them out of their game. Like, it, it was a method to their madness. Like, it wasn't just that they were a bunch of, uh, jerks out there just trying to be mean for the sake of being mean it's like no there was there there were it was a it was a way of being competitive and trying to get an advantage even
3: though it was a very very unorthodox and not ideal way to go about 80 doing style it style basketball it was physical and that's why they called them bad boys cuz they were the bad boys on the court that's right and uh was John, John Sally was on those teams, right? He was. Yeah. John Sally, Dennis Rodman, Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer, and Mahorn. Rick Mahorn, yeah. He, he's the one <laughs> yeah. that comes to mind. He's a guy we would was, not want to mess with. Yeah. Man. He was Draymond then. A lot of people make comparisons with Rodman, but I think it was more Rick Mahorn. Yeah. Because Lambeer, he was just kind of like a, uh, again, just from what I, He was just a big, big old body
4: dude that just. I loved his, Demir, where he could just shove somebody when they would go up for a shot and, like, really aggressively, and then he just kind of walks away and doesn't even, like, acknowledge or, like, bow up on just kind of, like, almost like the ball just went out of bounds. He gives the same reaction to that. He just walks away. Place, and then they come back into his face. He's almost like, hey, what's, what's what's your problem? You know, like, well, you just shoved him out of the air and went, went three rows into the seats. So, yeah, he was – those were good times. And, like, there'll never be something like that ever again. No, it's unacceptable in today's game. Yeah, and it's probably good. It's probably good that that's unacceptable. We don't really need much of that anymore. Uh, also from the Southern Structural Solutions text line, and it says – from 479 it says, Do you know if the judge hearing the case on NCAA immediate eligibility or waivers has issued a ruling yet from this morning? I do not. I don't think that there's been any ruling uh, that has been made officially – uh, I'm not sure if you're talking about a particular player or just about the eligibility situation in general. But, no, there has not been any update as far as from the NCAA. On any. I tried to turn my tweet notifications on for the NCAA any time they put out something. So, no, nothing there. But we will uh, relay any messages uh, that end up uh, coming from that. Uh, also, another funny bit. Of, I think it's funny. It's maybe not funny to people, but. Uh, a little bit from the Racerback football team, the transfer portal, and the commitments and all that. Uh, they already lost a commitment from Gregory Jenross, who was the tight end out of the transfer portal, that, uh, or the JUCO transfer that committed to Arkansas two weeks ago. So, committed, two weeks later, decommitted, and now he's opened up his recruiting once again. He said, first off, I would like to thank <laughs> the opportu- everyone at the University of Arkansas for giving me the opportunity to play the game I love. Well, he didn't play it, but yeah, he did at least play, uh, playing it currently. But he says, after talking it over with my family, I decided it's best for me to decommit from Arkansas and reopen my commute, uh, commitment. Six seven two 230-pound tight end. Who, uh, Morgan Turner, the tight end's coach, had uh, been recruiting. But uh, it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier. I guess with the amount of tight ends that they have returning and then the other guys that they've added, maybe this was just one of those deals to where he felt like, hey, that, that tight end room's too full. I got some other offers to other schools. I'm just going to try that instead.
3: Yeah, kept his options open, and uh, and now he's moving on to pursue those other options. Mm-hmm. Yep, he is looking forward to his opportunities elsewhere.
4: Uh, somebody made the comp- uh, comparison to Varkis Scums because, you know, he did that last year where committed to Arkansas, then decommitted to Arkansas, then recommitted to Arkansas, and then he ended up playing for Arkansas. Now he's even coming back for another year to Arkansas. So, not saying that this will happen with this particular case. Probably not. But Probably won't see it happen again. No, no. And that's fine. I guess, you know... Until you sign on the dotted line for that piece of paper, you can do whatever you want. And I saw people having a certain reaction. It goes back to everything that happens with portal season and all that. Man, we don't know. We don't know if he got told by the coaching staff to say, hey, if we got a lot of tight ends. We like this guy a little bit better. And, you know, just as far as your role, it may be best for you to go look elsewhere to if you want to play and everything. And he handled it that way. Like It could just be something to where they're all saving face. They're all making it work. And Maybe got asked. I'm not saying that's what happened, but there's just so many uncertainties that we don't know about to say, "Oh, this guy's leaving." NIL's ruin like uh, maybe it yeah, maybe yeah, it's maybe, a factor. Maybe maybe it's a factor, but maybe it's not. <laughs> like we just don't know. And you know, I guess we'll find out and see where he ends up. You know, maybe if he goes to some other, you know, a big time school, Texas A&M. Yeah, if he goes A and M, maybe that uh, played a little bit of part of it. I heard they got money down there for NIL, but. You know, it's just it's just funny how people have such a, re, uh, a reaction to things where I'm like, man, I just, I, I don't know. Again, you could be right, it could be bad, it could be NIL, it could be all of that, or maybe it's just something that he just didn't want to do it or didn't want to play at a place where there's 18 tight ends.
3: could have yeah, been that. There could be something to that. But uh, you could see a situation where somebody got to, you know, one of the family members and said, hey, is he sure he wants to go there? Because there's another opportunity here, and here's what we could look at to look into doing. And, you know, that could be a factor. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, the NIL, man, the greatest mystery, but uh, one of the greatest recruiting pitches that you could have. Uh, I saw, speaking of NIL, because I saw Nebraska is actually putting together, I think it's like a $650 million innovation to their stadium, something like that, and, and facilities and everything. And I want to say it was Doug Gottlieb, who I don't really care for, but he does have some interesting opinions. And one of the things he tweeted out, and I agreed with him, is like, yeah, nobody cares about facilities as much anymore, guys. It's like, use a lot of that money to go to NIL. (laughs) Use that money for NIL. Because, yes, are facilities important? Yes. But would a player rather play in uh, a three-quarter billion dollar stadium and facilities and all of that? Or would they rather see some of that money in their own pockets and being able to spend it the way that they want to and still play in a decent
3: facility? Yeah, yeah, I think they, it's that. Yeah, they definitely want to see some in their own pockets. Now, if you can balance it a little bit, they would like the best of both worlds, where it's not you know heavily weighed one way or another. But yeah, money in their pockets that is important to them these days. Just put another video board in. You know, make little minor details. You don't have to go
4: crazy with. All of it, or if there's some sort of structural problem, that's one thing. But yeah, if it's coming down to you know having this beautiful stadium and new facilities and all that, or getting a five star linebacker, I, as a fan, I'd be like, eh, you know, I, I, yeah, I'd like to have cushions in my seats, but I'd also like to see a linebacker that's really good out
3: there. Well, you know? that, so that was from the player perspective, though. For right. the School itself, it is. If you you know put so much in the facilities, that's going to help you to get those type of players. But also, you do at the same time realize that you still need to be able to make good on those NIL deals. Yeah, because, listen, in Power 5 football, are there
4: some facilities and places that are nicer than others? Of course. But everybody's got a nice place. You know, everyone's got a nice facility. Like, think about Arkansas. If you've gone up there and seen those practice facilities, you're probably like, wow, this is really nice. This is really impressive. This is great. Do you realize that that's, like, the fourth oldest practice facility in the SEC it was built 10 years ago. Yeah, because everybody's just always up in their game with new and nice facilities. But it comes down to putting your priorities in the right spot when it comes to your spending. And for at least the time being, NIL is the place to spend your money when it comes to having success. So we'll talk about all the things trending in the world of sports presented by West Rock Coffee coming up next and more of your phone calls and text messages as we keep it moving on a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us.
0: Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low-T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low-T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored, self inject at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of $150 a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low-T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low-T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low-T Center, reinventing medicine.
3: This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are re-spent locally, paying more salaries, and building the local tax base you want to keep arkansas thriving and unique support an arkansas owned business like double b's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates arkansas pride for arkansans double b's is of arkansas and for arkansas double b's it's where you gas it grab it and go that's double b's. Hey, I don't care what kind of tractor you drive
0: or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM, durable and affordable. You can thank me later.
1: And oh yeah,
4: the tractor is red.
1: At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville.
0: Always Night Pads are designed for a perfect night's sleep. So you can do your bear-hugging-a-pillow thing, your free-falling starfish thing, your burrito in a blanket with the ac blasting thing, while Always Night Pads with Rapid Dry do their we've got your back with fast absorbency and up to 10 hours of protection thing. So while your period is doing its own thing, Always lets you do your sleep thing. Shop for always in-store or online, wherever you get your pads.
4: Looking for easy holiday gifts for the adults on your shopping list? You're in luck, and so are they. The Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is a winner wonderland. Scratch-off tickets make great gifts and start at only a buck, and players win more than a million dollars every day. Share the gift of winning with everyone on your list. Give Scratch-offs. They're easy fun with a chance of easy money. Join the winner wonderland. Gift, scratch, and win today. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline.
0: Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business, Hogs Meat Market, the Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Complete, lots of room. Jaden Wilson's got a chance to go inside the 40, inside the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown Arkansas. Touchdown Arkansas. Isaac Tesla through the home run block. Jaden Wilson scores the touchdown and they're excited at War Memorial Stadium on 1037 the Buzz.
3: If you're shopping for a vehicle you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet, Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make the trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And if you already have in mind a specific vehicle you're shopping for, you can even see it broken down into categories on GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get that service scheduled today if you're needing one. Convenient service hours throughout the week. Also Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon. In case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com.
4: So wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Gonna have Pat Bradley joining us here in about 15 minutes. Always looking forward to catching up with him. And uh, we got a few people in the uh, Sun Structural Solutions Tech line, like Michael and Benton, says, are you going to discuss the 2024 football schedule releases today? Yeah, we will. We'll dive into it uh, because that is officially going to be released tonight. And we'll know, we already know who Arkansas will be playing. It's a matter of when they will be playing these teams. And even some of those games, we already have word on when they'll be. I think the non-conference games are always ske- already scheduled. You have the AM game, I believe, is for September twenty fourth, I think.
3: Yeah, they've had a few yeah. leaks.
4: Yeah. And then the Texas game between Arkansas and Texas is the third to last Saturday of the regular season. So three weeks before Thanksgiving. Those uh, so are the only ones that we know for sure that's been leaked. But all the other ones are up in the air. Have no idea. No idea how it's gonna play out. But Oh, somebody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody <laughs> knows. I I don't know. I, I have guesses. But just be ready, folks. As we've talked about, yes, you're going to Arkansas and Missouri is going to be the final game of the season. I, I would bet all my money on it that that's going to be the case. And besides that, who knows? I don't know what else is going to look like, and you know when the home games are going to be or anything. But we do know the opponents. they will be officially released tonight, and it'll be interesting to see who's playing who. And I'm sure everybody will be completely fine with it and have no complaints or arguments whatsoever. Right? Right. All right. Well, there's a lot of things happening in the world of sports. So let's talk about what's trending.
0: What's trending in sports is brought to you by Arkansas' Zone West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall. So now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or
4: 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Apparently there was reports that were coming out yesterday from various people that Bill Belichick was going to be let go at the end of the season for the Patriots. But Bill Belichick is just, of course, in his press conferences and everything deflecting the questions about his job status, saying, quote, I'm getting ready for Kansas
3: City. Of course he is. It's always about that next game, the next opponent coming up. Now, when he was on college game day, And Robert Kraft was actually on College Game Day. Pat McAfee brought it up to Robert Kraft, Hmm. and there were a lot of comments about that. And Pat McAfee simply said something like, uh, "Coach or uh, Robert, we know what's coming at the end of the season. I I envy, you know, I don't envy being you and being in your position. But we all know what's coming. We all know what's going to be done. And you know, good luck with everything." Hmm. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Odds are, though, like. He's probably not going to be back next year, right? Like right, he's, he's, right.
3: He's so the yeah. report that uh, and the rumors that are swirling out there was that after they lost the game in London to the Colts, a decision had been made at that point to say, hey, we're, we're going to ride this thing out to the end of the season, but we all know it's time to hit that reset button and kind of go part ways, go in different directions, let him have another opportunity somewhere else if that's what he wants. But... Start fresh here with with the Patriots. I had some friends of mine that uh, are
4: Alabama fans, and they said, "Hey, put them through the Nick Saban rehab coaching thing. You know, go, 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 get, get the team back together." Stop. It's like, it. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure Bill Belichick will would love to That's do exactly that. That's exactly
3: what he wants to do. Uh huh. Yeah, now okay. he he wants to break that all time winning record for coaches in the NFL. Yeah.
4: How how many games is he short?
3: Uh, I rough, roughly 25. Twenty, okay. five, somewhere around there. Okay. So, maybe maybe
4: a few more. Yeah, so realistically, the, given the right situation, he could have that taken care of in about three seasons, maybe four.
3: Yeah, but if the right you, know, situation you, have to, you have to factor in age also. Like, does he really want to do it for that much longer?
4: Mm, yeah. I know that there'll be plenty of suitors, I'm sure, trying to get his services to come to their football team. Just, uh, say what you want about him and who it all is, more Brady, more Belichick. The man has five Super Bowl rings, or six Super Bowl rings, I should say.
3: So I think he's done a pretty good job of that, and I think he got to give him a lot of credit for that too. He's under contract for one more season, so that is an asset to Robert Kraft where you can get some, some trade. You, you can get some uh, something in return for him as far as trading him and getting some draft picks. So that's an asset to the Patriots and Robert Kraft. If Belichick d- doesn't just say, hey, I'm going to retire, Because if he did that, then he could essentially sit out a season and then come back and coach the following season and make the Patriots miss out on those opportunities.
4: But he's on the Kansas City. He's on the Kansas City. That's the only thing he's focused on right now. But uh, some other NFL news, though. Uh, Sources have said that in 2027, the Super Bowl will be returning to Los Angeles. The NFL owners are going to vote on that today. The game, of course, will be televised by ESPN and ABC It'll be ESPN's first Super Bowl telecast and ABC's first telecast of the game since Super Bowl. I don't know no Roman numerals, but since February of 2006. that Super Bowl. It's going to be the first time since that happened. That's going to be on ESPN February and ABC. February
3: of 2006. What's that XL? Gonna... Is that that's 40, yeah. That's 40? Steelers versus Seahawks.
4: Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Okay, see, if, again, I... I was like, just put the numbers in there. I know Roman numerals are all fun and crazy, but when I see them in reading, I was like, I don't know what that is. But yeah, so it's been a long time. I didn't realize it's been that long since ESPN and ABC had the Super Bowl, but I guess, wow. I mean, talking about that'll be 21 wait. years.
3: Is that how it reads that ESPN and ABC? Like, just yeah, ESPN Cause, and ABC. Because ESPN hasn't done the Super Bowl, but I guess maybe. They could say ESPN on ABC like they do, but I don't think they were doing that in 06. See, I I don't think so. So I'm wondering if maybe that's how they're going to format it now. Right. It wasn't necessarily formatted like that then.
4: Yeah. Because nowadays, I mean, here's the thing, because ESPN is able to do this because the amount of different ESPN, ESPN 2, ESPN U, all that stuff. Like they can have it to where it's like, all right, well, because it is for the national championship game in football, in college football. It's like, all right, well, in this game, you're going to have the game, but it's going to be. With, you know, the home team's announcers and then the visitors' announcers. On the entire ESPN platform. Yeah. I have a feeling, assuming it's still around, which I don't know why it wouldn't be. I have a feeling it's probably going to be a Manning cast that's probably going to be had on the oh Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, that would be great. Yeah, I'd love it. And just maybe it be an all-day affair just throughout the whole day, just
3: Manning cast now and guests. Yeah, they guess. wouldn't love it because that's putting a lot more work on them, but... Uh, Money Money talks. They- Sure, they get compensated for it. I'm sure they would. I think they got good agents that could probably
4: make that work. For but, them.
3: It, you know, for ESPN, that would be great if they simulcast it. If they did it, ABC, ESPN, you're getting the actual game on both networks. I don't know if ABC would be willing to do that because it takes away from what they're doing. And, you know, like you mentioned, it's been a long time since it's actually been on ABC. But, um, yeah, do the simulcast like that. And then throughout the ESPN platform, then you get all the other alternate versions of it. Of course, who knows, what is that? 2027, so you're talking about three-plus years from now. It could be a
4: streaming-only game at that point. Exactly. Who knows what it's going to be looking like at that point in time. You may have to only be able to be able to watch it on one platform and one stream in one way, for all we know. But the way it's been rapidly changing, but either way. There's some other headlines we'll get into in the other side of the break. Well, actually, the other side of the break, we're going to have Pat Bradley. But in the next hour, we'll get into some of those things. I have a Razorback basketball ticket giveaway and a lot more fun here on a wide-open Wednesday. So stay with us on Out of Bounds, second hour coming up. 103.7
3: 103.7 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback Basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, r
1: and Parker Cadillac.
0: You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested.